0: Oh, We've got Dr. Fauci, the new variant talk tonight. But first and foremost, you're going to walk with me through a made-up scenario so we can discover exactly where we are in this country. All that's coming up on I'm Right. Walk with me for a minute. We talk about the system a lot don't we? Now, let me explain again, because I'm going to lay it out for you perfectly in this scenario here, what we're up against. What is the system? Why do I call it the system? What, what what am I talking about here? Well, cultures, cultures are built on cultural pillars. Every society has them, everyone. And there are a lot of them that go throughout the cultures, every culture, religion. Religion is one of the cultural pillars that holds almost every society together, large and small. That's one. But let's just talk about our cultural pillars. The media, religion, education, yes, government, sports. Sports is actually an important cultural pillar across most of them. Even tiny tribes have sports. It's an important part of bringing the country together. Entertainment. Entertainment's critically important. Even long before we had telephones and TVs and everything else, people would gather around for a story, for a play. These are the pillars on which a society is built. Now, normally, normally they're separate pillars. There's always some overlap, but they're separate. The religious pillar isn't talking about the same thing the educational pillar is. The entertainers are, of course, not echoing what the government is saying. They're all separate pillars, but all of them go into making up a a society. But over time, when a society begins to rot, When it begins to rot, and we're not going to go into the reasons for the rot, let's just understand we are rotting fast. When a society begins to rot, there is something that happens, and this is not unique to us. This has happened to several societies throughout the history of mankind when an empire grows and then begins to fall. The cultural pillars, they not only all get led, they get taken over by people who are incapable and selfish and no love of country and all those things, but... They all tend to meld and say the same things and believe the same things. Because as you get corrupt, as you continue to rot and get corrupt, you'll seek out other corrupt people to help insulate you. And then eventually, your society, on, on the, the pillars on which your society rests, they all are corrupted and they all say the same thing all the time. I saw a poll today that said 39% of pastors in this country have publicly encouraged their flocks to get vaccinated. Right? What? You see, they've all melded together. Now, to these days, what the government says, our completely Democrat run government, bureaucracy included, Well, the FBI is saying the same thing. The entertainment industry is saying the same thing. Our athletes are saying the same thing. The education system is saying the same thing. The religious leaders, you see what I mean? Now, it's just a system. Now, it's all corrupt and rotted and wrong. And what are the stakes of that? Well, I want want you to walk through something with me really quickly, and you'll know I'm right. Now, this is a completely made-up scenario, completely invented, but I want you to walk with me. I want you to imagine there's a big pro-life rally out there let's let's call it detroit there's a big pro-life rally in detroit and all these pro-lifers show up now obviously as everyone knows pro-lifers are notoriously non-violent but again i'm making up this scenario in my head so let's say things get heated in town these pro-lifers they start looting some stores kicking in windows burning things we got buildings on fire this goes on for a couple days And I want you to imagine a Black Black Lives Matter guy wearing a Black Lives Matter flag or wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. I want you to imagine he shows up in town with a weapon. He shows up in town with a weapon and he decides, I'm going to stand guard at one of these businesses. And he does. He goes out there, stands guard so these violent pro-lifers can't burn it down. Stay with me. Stay with me. And I want you to imagine on camera On camera, because everyone has a cell phone these days. Everyone's recording at all times, right? On camera, this guy, this Black Lives Matter guy, he gets attacked on camera by a couple of these pro-lifers. Pop, pop, he has to kill a couple of them. Okay, let's pause here before we go on at all. Let's assume he doesn't get tried, because we all know he wouldn't get tried. Let's get past that. He's, He's not going to get tried. This guy, let's call him Bob. What happens to Bob in the wake of this in this country as it stands right now? What happens to Bob? Book deal right away, right? Well, maybe that'll take a week, but book deal right away. Uh, how many celebrities fly Bob out to hang with Bob, put a picture of Bob on their Instagram? Oh, look at this actress! Woohoo! Bob, Bob's sitting courtside at the L.A. Lakers game with LeBron James. You know he is special guest. Bob would have been invited to sit with several Democrat politicians. Bob, Bob would be a guest speaker at how many universities? Probably fifty dollars to $100,000 per speech he'd be paid. Get up and talk about standing up to fascism. I had one of my friends bring up to me, and she was so right about this. Nobel Prize? Nobel Prize? Is that fair? Nobel Prize? Remember, he wouldn't even be tried, but... Uh, I think Nobel Prize probably within the realm of conversation. Either way, this guy's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire almost immediately for standing up to those violent, vile right-wing fascists. Multi-millionaire. He becomes world famous. I would venture to say a meeting with the Pope, a photo op of the Pope, but not out of the realm of possibility. And you know what's wild? I'm probably, I'm almost undoubtedly underselling underselling how this man would be treated. But let's wipe that part of the scenario away. Let's say he is charged. What if he's charged? Murder. He gets charged with a crime. And let's say we have a Republican president. Donald Trump. We'll make it easy. What if Donald Trump had public statements out there saying this guy is a violent black nationalist, a racist black nationalist? That's what, what, if, what if Donald Trump had public statements out there saying something like that? What if a lot of people on the, in the Republican side had statements out there like that? This violent, racist, black nationalist. And then the guy gets acquitted, gets let off, only nobody backs off everybody on the right continues to say, even though we have video evidence showing it was justified, everyone on the right continues to say, this is a violent black nationalist. This just goes to show racist black nationalists get away with everything. We're tired of the oppression of white people. This has got to stop. I want you to imagine it. And then I want you to imagine this, as horrible as it is to imagine. I want you to imagine a white guy, white guy who has a Facebook, Abby, with a MAGA hat on, so obviously a Republican white guy. He watches all these media personalities on the right, Trump, me, everybody, call this guy a racist black nationalist, and he spends a few days, and he's brewing on it, and he's getting steamed. And then I want you to imagine this guy has had enough, and he goes out, and he gets in his pickup, and he hears there's a parade of black people in town for something, some kind of celebration. And he goes, and he mows down 50, 60 people with his pickup truck in that parade let's talk about it. What happens to that guy? And obviously, you know where I'm going with this. The Waukesha killer who just racially motivated, mowed down 60 people in a parade is already out of the news, forgotten. But let's let's go back to my scenario. What happens to this guy? What happens to the people around him? Well, one, first and foremost, obviously arrested, no question about it. Uh, I would say, let's say it's I'd say it's 9.05 p.m. Eastern time where you are right now as you watch the sound of my voice. Just, just a made-up number. Let's say it's about that time. Uh, by 9.30 Eastern, you would have every social media post this guy has ever put up, especially anyone indicated, indicating anything showing he's a Republican. And anything at all. Poor that MAGA hat? Yikes. In trouble there any politician he ever volunteered for made a phone call to wrote an email to would be revealed like that um not outside of the realm in fact i would say the likely scenario is his family especially immediate family and friends would probably lose their jobs over it don't think i'm crazy they would reveal that his brother worked for uh sherwin williams paint company The Sherwin-Williams Paint Company, I'm not calling out Sherwin-Williams, by the way, but they would immediately be barraged by social media messages and emails and phone calls. How could you employ someone like this? And they would just want to fade the heat, right? So they hey, hey hey, hey, buddy, I know your brother's Bob. I know you didn't do it. We got to let you go. Family members would lose their jobs. Kids would not be able to attend school. CNN would put a camera crew on his mom's front lawn. And look, that was the nice stuff. If what I just said happened, happened, the Federal Bureau of Investigation would have multiple people behind bars, not just the man who drove the car. Already. Anyone who said hi to that guy on the sidewalk would be in jail right now as a potential co-conspirator, right? Dangerous. These white nationalists, we can't let them kill again. It would happen. It would happen. We would talk about the lives ruined. Amazon By tonight, what was that, a few days ago? Let's say it was a few days ago. By tonight, Amazon would have a profile out of the killer. It'd be some documentary about the killer. So-and-so and the rise of racist white nationalism in America and Republicans. They would not only have a documentary out about the killer, they'd have a documentary, a good one out, about the guy, the Black Lives Matter guy from the parade. Oh, you know I'm right. It would still lead every single news program. No matter what website you went into, it would be the headline of everything. The violent, vile, white nationalists. Instead, as I just brought up, it's already out of the news. The president of the United States of America didn't even feel the need to go see the families. Or issue any public statement of condolences for them. Instead, it's gone. Like that. Largest domestic terror attack we've had in this country in years I didn't say all this or bring any of this up to point out double standards or hypocrisy you already know about that I don't need to beat that dead horse I brought this up so you and I have a sobering reminder of exactly what we're up against these people will excuse and ignore anything that helps them and their communist goals And vice versa, they will absolutely, completely and utterly destroy anything and anyone who they think stands in the way of those communist goals. And I didn't just bring this up because of Waukesha. I brought this up because in the future, it is very important for you and me. Whoever the media is holding up, whoever the system is telling you is a hero is almost undoubtedly a villain. And whoever the system is telling you is a villain just might be a hero. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. We got a lot of Dr. Fauci talk coming up next. We have a great show for you tonight. But first, I want to talk to you about insurance. I I know it sucks. Believe me. Nobody on the planet. There's not a single person. Six billion people or seven, whatever. Not one person is out there saying right now, gosh, you know, I love shopping for insurance. It's awful. And, and you're looking at the costs and the options and you don't know what you're looking at. It's just confusing. If I can help a little bit right now, go to my.onesharehealth.com slash Kelly. Go check out One Share Health. They are not only a Christian-based organization with a huge, huge variety of options for you and your family. They're affordable. It's great coverage. It's elite-level coverage. We're talking about 24-7 telehealth, I mean, the works. And not only that, they're giving back right now. 5% of your monthly to veterans with PTSD. Go to my.onesharehealth.com slash kelly. Use the promo code Kelly, and that actually gets you $75 off your enrollment fee. We'll be back. Let me ask you something. And I just want you to be honest. You enjoy the show? I, I guess that's a stupid question. You wouldn't be watching. You have endless options. But you enjoy watching me do this show every night. Because I enjoy doing it. How do you think this show would look? How do you think you would enjoy the show if, say, the cameraman sitting back there was so screwed up that I looked like this every single show. Would you enjoy the show as much there? Would you enjoy that? Would you enjoy the show if my speech was tightly controlled? If I had all these producers around me who were saying, Jesse, don't say this. Hey, make sure you don't say that. Uh, uh, make sure you breathe here. Do this. Make sure you do... Would you enjoy that? If I was very formal with a tie on and a lot of gel in my hair. Would you enjoy that or not? You know why you wouldn't enjoy that? You know why that show would suck? You enjoy this one and that one would suck? It's not because I've changed. It's because the people around you are everything. Hiring and firing decisions are everything. Now, granted, you get to see my face on camera. Lucky you <laughs> quit. But you don't see all the people behind the scenes that make the show go. You just you don't see them. Matt, John, Michael, and Alyssa, and others, you don't see these people. These are nameless faces. You don't you don't know who they are, but they're everything. The people behind the scenes are everything. Hiring and firing decisions are not a small thing. They are everything, which is something I've brought up about Trump and Fauci for a long time. I understand hindsight's 2020. Maybe Donald Trump will do everything differently if he gets there next time. Hope he does. Not, I'm not an anti-Trump guy, as you well know. I'm a Trump fan. Why would you keep Dr. Fauci in that role? And I, whenever I ask that question, and I'm going to ask it of Mark Meadows tonight, I have Trump's chief of staff on, I'm and I'm going to ask him point blank, why keep Dr. Fauci? And this is the answer I get so much when I ask this question. I get, uh, I'll have people say, well, you don't even know what to, what's politically possible. What's that supposed to mean? It's impossible for the president to fire him? Of course, that, that's ridiculous. Politically possible? Oh, oh, you mean we should do things that don't get us too much pushback from the media? If that's going to be our standard going forward, well, we might as well just hand the communists all the keys now because the media is going to scream like they're dying anytime we make a decision that goes against their narrative. I mean, did you hear, Dr. Fauci, this weekend? This guy was under a Republican president? So anybody
1: who spends lies and threatens and all that theater that goes on with some of the investigations and the congressional committees and the Rand Pauls and all that other nonsense. That's noise, Margaret. That's noise. I know what my job is.
2: Senator Cruz told the Attorney General you should be prosecuted.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'd have to laugh at that. (laughs) I should be prosecuted. What happened on January 6th, Senator?
2: Do you think that this is about making you a scapegoat
1: to deflect of course. from
2: President Trump.
1: Of course. You, you have to be asleep not to figure that one out.
2: Well, there are a lot of Republican senators uh, taking aim at this. I hey, mean,
1: That's okay. I'm just going to do my job. And I'm going to be saving lives, and they're going to be lying.
0: Does that seem like the type of person who should be in the employ of a Republican president? Or does that seem like a partisan Democrat bureaucrat hack? The response to being prosecuted is what about January 6th changing the subject? He might as well just run for Congress now. And look, you want any indication, a real indication of how delusional this human being is? Listen to this whopper. Anybody who's looking at this carefully
1: realizes that there's a distinct anti-science flavor to this. So if they get up and criticize science, nobody's gonna know what they're talking about. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people could recognize there's a person there, so it's easy to criticize. But they're really criticizing science because I represent science. That's dangerous. I represent
0: science? Oh, I'm going to start using that when I just feel like being obnoxious. I represent TV. (laughs) Gosh, these guys. And look, representing science? uh, Is a vaccine mandate for air travel science?
1: Should we have a vaccine mandate for domestic travel, air travel? You know... Chuck, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make any, any pronouncements about what we should have about vaccine mandates for travel. We know that we evaluate these things literally in real time all the time. You know, everything is discussed and everything is on the table.
0: Everything's on the table. This is definitely a guy who represents science, right? I mean, after all, didn't you hear over the weekend there's a new variant out? It's called omicron or omicron who knows what stupid name they came up with it it's a new variant it's from africa so already it's exotic right it's from a place you're not from and it's oh it sounds really scary in fact they're already saying it could be more contagious did you hear dr fauci
3: should we expect to be seeing more lockdowns again new lockdowns more mandates
1: you know i don't know george it's really too early to say we just really need to as i've said so often Prepare
0: for the worst. Prepare for the worst. (laughs) Who knows if we're going to need to lock down? This is wild. I mean, I saw a thousand headlines about it over the weekend. New York City? New York City. Greatest city in the world. They're already locking down because there's a new variant. Which came as quite a shock to the doctor that discovered a new variant because she's out there saying, What? It's not even that bad. Looking at the mildness of the symptoms that we are seeing... Currently, there's no
3: reason for panicking as we don't see severely ill patients. The hype that's been created currently out there in the media and worldwide doesn't correlate with the clinical picture.
0: The clinical picture. I trust her just because of the accent. This is a wild, wild world we're living. All right. It's enough of that. We're going to talk to Nick Seriously next about Capital Punishment, the movie. But first, cybercrime is one of those things, I'll be frank with you, I'm 40. It'd probably make more sense to me if I was 20, but I'm adjusting to an online world. I just don't think of crime in that way. And when I was first told my home title is online, I thought somebody was kidding with me. What are you talking about, home title? It's obviously a piece of paper. The title is a piece of paper, and it's signed and notarized. What what are you talking about? No, your home title's online. If you own a home, your home title's online. And because it's online, it's vulnerable. It's in the cloud. They hack it. They forge your signature on it, and they go start searching for lending institutions. And they'll find one, and they'll get a big old fat loan against your home, and they'll take off with the money, and you'll have to pay that loan back go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code radio and sign up today. hometitlelock.com promo code radio. You don't want to get burned like this. We'll be back. You've heard me talk a lot lately about capital punishment the movie. I thought maybe we should bring in someone who may know a little about it, but I think I think I should do something now that I haven't quite done yet for you. Show you the trailer. Here's what I'm talking about. Here's a movie that shows the truth of what happened that day.
3: We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. Oh, you say
1: that again, we're at war. 147 days. Once my wife was murdered,
0: and executed. The
1: FBI, you have a federal search warrant for the property. Come out with
2: your- step
0: out, I have red dots all over my chest.
2: They broke the door down. Hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception.
0: The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. Uh, i have seen people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to
1: protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country.
2: An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying?
0: bet you learned something from just the trailer didn't you joining me now to talk about that is somebody who may know something about this film nick searcy obviously you know who he is actor and producer he's also he's the one who made this film capital punishment everything they told you is a lie nick now a couple things to unpack from just the trailer alone i think people will be getting who who put red lasers on the guy's chest yeah,
2: that's the FBI. I mean, we show in the movie the, these uh, the armored vehicles going down little suburban neighborhoods. Uh, they pull this guy's family out of the uh, out of the uh, house and handcuff his thirteen-year-old daughter. And you know, it, it's just overkill. The, the sort of uh, it's a terror tactic that the FBI is doing by uh, by using such an o- overly excessive show of force.
0: Nick, before we get into the rest of the stuff about January 6th in the movie, why? Why do you think it's been so extreme? I mean, as many problems as I have with the FBI, I don't think they're a bunch of idiots, although they may be. They're not showing up at some soccer mom's house with lazed out weapons for no reason, right?
2: No, the reason they're doing that is they're being ordered to by the government because what they're trying to do is terrorize people. They're trying to criminalize dissent. And the reason they do such a show of force is to send a message to everybody around them, to their neighbors, to anyone who hears about it. Look, this guy went to the Capitol on January 6th. Whether he did anything or not, if you ever speak up for your rights again, or if you ever go to a protest, this could happen to you. And that's why they're doing it.
0: Everything they told you was a lie is obviously the line out there you use. What were some of the biggest ones from January 6th?
2: Well, I mean, j- just taking the trailer that you just saw, I mean, they never showed anyone the size of the crowd. I mean, the, the, that big shot at the end of the trailer, when I first saw that, I was shocked and I was there. I knew there were a lot of people there, but I mean, they make it seem like it was a few thousand crazy white supremacist racist, but there were 2 million people there. I mean, that's estimates that we've gotten from multiple sources. And not only that, there were people of all races all nationalities, all religions. And, 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 you know, this idea that it was a few thousand Trump supporters is one of the biggest lies that's out there.
0: Nick, now, I guess I probably already know the answer to this question, but it seems as if the people they've arrested, many of the people they've arrested have been held in horrific conditions. And it seems to me in a country of laws, they shouldn't be held in horrific conditions. So why are they still being held in horrific conditions?
2: Well, you know, it's it's sad to say, but I think right now in America, we have political prisoners like they have in totalitarian countries around the world and throughout history. These people are being intentionally tortured, basically tortured. And if you see what's happening to a lot of the the people that are still in jail right now, they have to read certain literature that the judge makes them read, and then they have to come and make a statement saying— I was misled by President Trump or whatever it is. It's like the KGB forcing a confession from someone so that they declare themselves an enemy of the state before they're executed. The same thing is happening right now in America, and that's, that's really the biggest thing about this film I, I want people to, to take away is like, do you think, no matter what side of the fence you're on, do you think this is the way to treat Americans?
0: I think it's important for people to understand on that point, Nick, that if you do, I'm sure there are some crazy communists who like to hate watch my show watching right now, if you're looking at this and you think that's fine, it's okay, they deserve it, just remember, what goes around comes around, as the old saying goes. Are you going to be okay with some Republican president getting elected and chucking a bunch of commies in the clink until they go profess how anti-communist they are before a judge? I think people forget that, Nick.
2: Yeah, and Evan it. one of the people we interview in the movie, he puts it really well towards the end of the film. If you think this is okay, just because they're not coming for you now, history will tell you. It is going to be you next.
0: Nick... What kind of uh, what kind of response? I'm assuming backlash is more what I'm asking. What kind of backlash have you already gotten for this? Because th- here's my problem with it, Nick. They did such a good job right off the bat cementing this lie in people's heads that it was a violent insurrection coup where five police officers were murdered. That now uh, half the country, it seems like, believes something about January sixth that's a total lie. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, they've, they've, uh, the only, what they're really doing with this movie right now is they're trying to ignore it. They're not saying anything about it because they don't want to call any attention to it whatsoever. As it begins to grow, we're doing very well. And as it begins to grow and more and more people see it, I'm sure that we're going to get some sort of uh, attack. But uh, I think that mostly what their tactic is now is pretend it doesn't exist. Nick, where can people go get it? CapitalPunishmentTheMovie.com uh, There's a It's only $9.99 And uh, there's an option there to purchase a DVD Along with the, the streaming And CapitalPunishmentTheMovie.com That's capital with an O Which is a clever little pun I don't know if you caught that, Jesse
0: Nick, I went to community college I did not catch that In fact, even now I'm still confused by what you're talking about Thank you so much, brother Thank you, Jesse Good to see you again You too He's a good man. Get it, get get the get, buy all the movies the system doesn't want you to buy. Read all the books the system tells you you shouldn't read. That is a great rule going forward. Learn to embrace that rebellious spirit within inside you because you're going to need it in the future. All right, we got Mark Meadows coming up. He's apparently being targeted by the January Sixth Commission. Anxious to hear what he has to say about that. But first, I was talking actually to the wife this weekend. She and I were thinking about starting to flip houses. Flip houses. Why not? It's good for a little extra money. Who doesn't need a little extra money? But she actually said to me, she said, well, I, I mean, I'm going to have to handle a lot of this because you're working. I don't know anything. And I told her, had the whole conversation with her about FlippingMadeEasy.com. You don't have to know anything. Go to FlippingMadeEasy.com and sign up using the promo code JESSE and you're pretty much already an expert. Because they have it all right there. Article after article after article. Expert after expert is on there. What to do, what not to do. Vendors in your area. She first thing she asked me, well, I don't know where to find a plumber. Okay, that's not a problem. It's right at FlippingMadeEasy.com. Oh, what houses do I buy? Also, right on FlippingMadeEasy.com. They have a flipping opportunities in your area. Go to FlippingMadeEasy.com. Use the promo code JESSE. All right, we'll be back with Mark Meadows.
2: So let's get specific. Two weeks ago, you said that the January 6th committee would move very quickly to refer former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows for criminal contempt charges after he defied a subpoena. Is that still likely going to happen? And if so, when? Uh, I think we will probably make a decision this week on our
0: course of conduct uh, with uh, that particular witness and maybe others. Adam Schiff, Uh uh-oh says mark meadows might be held in contempt (laughs) well joining me now let's talk to the man himself about such a claim mark meadows obviously former congressman former chief of staff for donald trump author of the book the chief's chief congressman uh adam schiff obviously a very very reputable human being is throwing words out there like contempt what do you have to say about that
3: Well, obviously, this is a a path that they chose to go down some time ago. Uh, Interestingly enough, uh, the executive privilege claim that President Trump has and and that that he possesses is not something that I can waive, even if I wanted to waive it. Uh, That's a claim that's uniquely his. I think uh, these are complex legal questions, obviously, that the attorneys have been trying to accommodate, and, uh, and yet it seems like uh, even with a number of offers that we've made to the commission, uh, that they are uh, uh, traveling down this, this path that, uh, where they want to hold me in contempt of Congress.
0: Why? I mean, it seems like no matter what, I mean, the fact that there even is a commission is flat out absurd. But now we have one. And of course, as all commissions do, they feel like they have to do something. But it feels like there is no satisfying these people at all. Why do you think that is?
3: Well, I think there's a lot of the narrative. Uh, Jesse is is they want to focus on January 6th uh, primarily because gas prices are high, uh, inflation is uh, is high, uh, Afghanistan withdrawal was a debacle, and the southern border remains open even as you and I are talking uh, at, at this point. That being said, uh, obviously they they've uh, outlined a, a number of questions that they want me to weigh in on and. Those that are, are non-privileged that, that certainly I can shed light on, uh, more than happy to do that. Uh, but uh, the, the offers that our attorneys have made today have, have fallen on deaf ears. I, I can say this, that uh, the, the breach of the Capitol security uh, on January 6th was a surprise to everybody in the West Wing. Uh, I've I've been public about that. I can say that there was no one in the West Wing that that had any knowledge of, of any potential breach of security, and yet uh, they continue to go down this, this path. But as you mentioned, uh, Congressman Schiff uh, ha, was willing to go on Sunday shows for the better part of four years while President Trump was in the Oval Office, suggesting that there was this Russian collusion and that he had all this evidence. Uh as we know, that not only did he not have the evidence, but much of that uh, was was really them looking in the mirror and uh, and prognosticating on what the Democrats were indeed guilty of.
0: Uh, it is sick. I do remember, I want to show you this little video. I remember Joe Biden saying things like this, which is interesting, given how things have turned out. What I would
3: say is, I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country.
0: I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus.
3: I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'll shut down the virus, not the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. Once we shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the
0: virus that's interesting congressman because i'm looking at a bunch of people who are currently and about to be fired because of the president's mandate i'm also looking at more covid deaths in 2021 than we had in 2020 and that's with all the knowledge vaccines treatments how could that be for a man who was going to shut down the virus
3: well, it's much easier to make a campaign speech than actually to govern. And I think Joe Biden is finding that out. Sadly, the American people are finding it out. Uh, even many of them having buyer's remorse, uh, some who voted for Joe Biden, and who are now saying, well, gosh, uh, COVID's not better. Uh, gas prices are higher. Uh, you know, the Build Back Better plan, actually, he's built back better. China the Taliban, and the drug cartel. Those are the only three things I can find that are better uh, under uh, Joe Biden than they were under Donald Trump.
0: Congressman, we've been talking a lot about Dr. Fauci tonight, and obviously theres I don't have much much kind to say about him and what a partisan hack he's become. Why is this somebody who stayed as such a prominent voice in the Trump White House? I mean, he seemed to have a good hand on things. I know you seemed to have a good hand on things. Fauci didn't, and yet his stupid face was all over the TV. Why? Yeah,
3: I outlined some of that in the Chief's Chief. Uh, bluntly, uh, early on, Dr. Fauci got almost hero status by the left, and uh, was, as you mentioned, on every single talk show. Uh, whenever there was a camera with lights on and a microphone, uh, there was Dr. Fauci. And, and uh, I, I know a number of my pushbacks were basically pushing back very strongly that we shouldn't have, uh, have him on representing uh, the voice of the president in terms of the coronavirus and also the voice uh, of... Of science, primarily because Dr. Fauci had a number of different positions on everything, from mass mandates to herd immunity uh, and the like. And yet, there were some in in the West Wing uh, that were closely associated with the the COVID task force that that continued to wanted to av- advocate for Dr. Fauci to go on. Uh, that was not something that that I shared. Not something that the communication. Uh, team shared. And uh, as much as he was on, I, I can tell you a lot of that was uh, was pulled back in, in those waning days. But bluntly, uh, making a wholesale change in the middle of a pandemic uh, is, not, is not generally the time that you make uh, personnel changes. Uh, but that's why Dr. Atlas was brought in uh, to have another voice out there. And obviously, he got roundly criticized by those in the left-wing media.
0: What about the future? Now, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to ask you for any privileged information or just any secrets. I don't do that. I respect people's privacy. But let's say Donald Trump does decide to run again. He's the presumptive nominee. I hope he beats Joe Biden. I would assume he's going to beat Joe Biden. I frankly think he beat him last time. We're not going into that right now. Let's assume he runs again and beats Joe Biden. The media is not going to treat Trump any better. The, the system itself is not going to treat Trump any better. If, Gosh, they'd probably treat him twice as bad. They'd be so daggone mad about it. Do you think the hiring and firing personnel changes and things like that, do you think there's a plan in place to improve that for the future?
3: Yeah, there is a plan in place to improve that for the future, Jesse. Uh, uh, I can tell you that uh, personnel is key. Uh, My conversations with President Trump uh, uh, towards those last days of, of his first term uh, really was uh, was interesting because he said, Mark, I wish we knew then what we know now. And uh, we actually had a, a, a stack of resumes, org charts and the like, uh, a number of different uh, plans in place for after November 3rd. And, uh, and those plans continue. Uh, you're right. He hadn't made a, a decision, but uh, if If I were to bet, uh, he's running. Uh, He's doing all the things necessary to run. And I can tell you that uh, personnel is key. It'll be the primary uh, objective. And you're right. He won't get treated better by the media, but this time he will get treated better by those that are on his own team.
0: Good to hear. Thank you so much. I appreciate you very much, Congressman. We'll see you again soon.
3: Great to be with you. Take care, Jesse.
0: It's the season of sales, isn't it? I mean, after all, everywhere you look, socks are on sale, TVs are on sale. So we didn't think it would be right to just tell you to go to thefirsttv.com slash support and sign up without giving you a little extra incentive. I mean, not that there isn't already incentive enough. You get all these cool things, and plus you get to know you're supporting a channel that lets me say anything. You get 20% off right now. Go to thefirsttv.com slash support and get 20% off. Sign up. Become one of the ones in the know. All right. I know this is normally where we lighten the mood, but I feel like it's time to get serious here. Let's get serious for a minute. And let's talk about eggs. I remember when I was a kid, I remember, remember that stupid food pyramid about the grains and the, everything else. And remember, I'll, I remember this distinctly, how they used to warn about eggs. Eggs, the eggs will kill you. Oh, look at all that cholesterol and eggs. Just go eat another half loaf of bread. Just be careful of those eggs. Yeah, I know some guys who were super into that workout stuff. And every guy I know who eats about a half dozen eggs a day is a chiseled beast. Oh, and did I mention they're relatively affordable, although not much longer? Thanks, Biden. They're not only extremely affordable, you can make them a thousand different ways, and they're freaking delicious. Remember my world-famous cheeseburgers? Everyone knows by now my world-famous cheeseburgers. That's why they're world-famous. You know what I did today? I made burgers for me and the boys yesterday. Woke up today, and I had an extra patty. The wife asked me, she says, what are you going to have for breakfast? I said, one of my burgers. And she responded and said are you kidding me jess and i said it's okay i'm gonna put an egg on it boom just became a breakfast burger and yes that is the picture of the exact burger i ate today you see the yolk running out the side of it my burgers are not just the best burger on the planet they're good for all three meals of the day now i do have to call out one of my followers on social media by the way totally great person don't blast this person please but christmas cray had i mean i don't want to i don't want to call her a heretic but let's just say this was way out of line said eggs do not belong on burgers well you do know our friend chef Gruel, andrew gruel comes on the show all the time to talk about food and small business and whatnot He immediately refuted this ridiculous claim about eggs not belonging on burgers. If you've never had one, I highly recommend you try it, and I'll take it a step further. Eggs are actually good on almost anything. With the exception of probably dessert foods, eggs have such great flavor. Try an egg... I know you're going to yell. Just hear me out. Try an egg on a pizza. Try an egg on a pizza first time someone offered it to me i was yelling and screaming Ah, oh, just give me pepperoni and sausage and mushrooms here you know, the normal stuff it's outstanding but granted the egg love one of my followers chose to respond and i'll admit sometimes the egg love can go too far
2: Don't forget to drink your eggs today. I'll see you tomorrow.